When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. All right there. That's three days grace right there. Animal I have become. We're talking about Brady's. Congratulations to Kirby for graduating eighth grade and all the other kids who graduated all the classes you're legally obligated to graduate. I am a lot I, of graduations. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. Did, you didn't uh, have to it, go, right? It was during the show. It was during the show yeah. yesterday at eight thirty. No, they had the kids graduate from eighth grade, which I I still say that is. And a, then a Brett Vesley outing afterwards. Yeah, they went over sunsplash. The, the finger and sunsplash. Did Kirby come back with any scars or uh, damaging stories? Didn't, uh, no Brett Vesley's in this one. He said Enzo was there. Enzo was there. Enzo was there. Enzo was in the house. Enzo was doing. There was stuff. another high school there, <laughs> yeah. and one of her former classmates yeah. went to that other high school. And Enzo, he's changed a little. He bit. has well, has he, or has he just grown up? Because the ninth grade is when you start saying a colorful words and maybe, colorful greetings. And maybe yes. Kirby's a little behind the curve in her bubble school to know that <laughs> is something you shouldn't say out loud in a bunch of other people around. <laughs> Sorry, Kara, but uh. Yeah, I just I think it's I think it's a lack of dads. I'm not going to say a single mom thing anymore because people confuse what I'm saying. It's a lack of dads putting their foot down, saying it's not a dress them up doll. Let's not get cap and gown crazy every time they get out of a grade. But I'm watching. I have a friend of mine who's got a kid in kindergarten. They have a kindergarten graduation this week. Yep. Uh, I have you eighth grade. You had a celebration, and there was like gifts. She got up. It's unreal. Yeah, you didn't. Gift. But when will dad step up and just go in the kids' room and go, hey, eighth grade, you advance to ninth grade as expected by law. You can't. You have no other option. You, you're you not. Let's not talk about your future. Or you get a couple months off and you're in ninth grade. You've done nothing. You've, you've accomplished the bare minimum at this point. You are 
You're going to the next level of the big leagues, man. You're not. You're fresh. You're really not because the same kids that you're with are going to do it too. By yeah. the way, it does make it a big deal, and it causes you know, in a way, it can it causes a little additional stress for the kids. It makes you feel like something's ended and that something new should begin. Yeah, and it's a new chance to fail for a kid who doesn't know. It's just like, hey, this is the the path you're on until twelve. 12th grade. And then, and then you Keep can put on the, the path. Yeah. I agree. No employer has ever gone, let me see your 8th grade graduation papers. Nobody. No one has ever said so. It's assumed you, that you got out of the 8th grade. And you'll hear from people that, uh, you know, you don't yeah. hear it too often now, but yeah, I only went up to the 8th grade. And I've bought and sold three businesses well, here. Who has guys. ever said that to you? You've never heard those. Bob words. Daniels. One. Bob Daniels Buick. You got. Uh, <laughs> he, he was. How old is this guy? He's got to be in his eighties. Oh, yeah, I was going to say hear, in the twenties and thirties, people quit school in the eighth grade. There's a they guy had to I met. Worked the farm um, two days ago. He didn't get. He still. He graduated high school, and that was right. it. And he's, that's me, Brady. Yeah. You did a couple of years in. Yeah, community college, I didn't graduate ASU, anything. A couple of semesters. I went one half a semester yeah. at ASU and six years at community college, dicking off. Correct, dicking and nothing that's what, on you know, world around yeah. the world. Only six, almost seven percent of the people have a college. But here's education. the thing: graduating high school is at least the bare minimum of moving on to the job world. And you can, well, of course, you can. Yeah. you're an adult now. Graduating eighth grade. Nothing. Graduating kindergarten, nothing. If you didn't graduate kindergarten, if you failed kindergarten, you're kind of stupid. Like, you're a <laughs> dumb kid. You can't cut a paper heart out. You can't make an A. You, if, if somebody said, we got to hold him back, kindergarten kicked this kid's ass. Nap time was his best class. You're an idiot. Your child is the dumbest mushhead on the planet. And by the way, they're all pretty stupid. Most of them are really stupid until they're about 17. And then you start figuring out, oh, whether or not this kid's got skills or not. But I, I just don't understand. I, I think it is the lack of dads putting their foot down going, eighth grade is not an accomplishment. What are we What are we doing here? Like, get me out of high school. That's what I'm, I'm not paying for them to get out of eighth grade. No kid has a job out of the eighth grade. No, There's like one or two Richard Bransons in the world who didn't make it out of high school that became something. Yeah, it's it's not a thing, but we celebrate it like my God, what an what an amazing thing you've done, because everybody's little special angel has to be reminded how special they are all the time. Yeah, by the way, all kids out there listening, summer breaks on. You've done nothing. If you've got another year legally, you're obligated to go. You've done nothing. Yet. Sorry, Kirby D. Congratulations on accomplishing the bare minimum of nothing. You're supposed to get out of eighth grade. There's she. Anybody in that class? Like, yeah. I'm, Stuck here again, then I'll go into the job force next year. I got to do eighth grade again. That kid's a moron. Eighth grade's not hard. There's some heavy job recruiting going on right, <laughs> right. now. I'm sure of it. For the baseball players that, you know, the Peter Gammons of the world have their eyes on. Otherwise, your dumb kid getting done with eighth grade is, you wouldn't trust anybody that wandered in this room right now and said, guys, I'm the new manager. Uh, I got out of the eighth grade and I decided to join radio. And I'm like, oh, great. We've got a guy with an eighth grade education. All daisies right down the hall. Just yeah, start yeah. over there. And even then, they would be like, this is this is even worse than normal. Yeah. I don't trust anybody And I don't think – most parents aren't looking at it that way. Yeah. But the it's, schools but are. your point of saying it, it's not necessarily a cash grab, but it's a little over – Do they charge you for that? No. No, oh, okay, yeah. I was going to say, if they're charging you for an well, eighth grade graduation. you are – there's – 
We bought a outfit for the graduation. Yeah. I mean, you're spending money on it. Is it a cap and um, gown or just like no, just like a just that, okay. you know um you know at at this you school we had to uh, show the dress that she's wearing or the outfit. But well, that's fine. She can use that because, again. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what cool. they right. didn't want it. Right, and that's why we went yeah. out and said, hey, let's get something that's not a one-timer. Right. Something yeah. that you would you want to wear. Right. Um, but you had to send that in because they didn't want any, you know, uh, spaghetti string uh, straps. Bloody eighth graders. Yes. <laughs> Boys are okay. They didn't have to they send They can wear in spaghetti figures. straps. Yeah. Slutty eighth graders right out. So they're worried a little bit about the slut factor. They just didn't want that to kick in there. eighth grade graduation. Yeah. Now that is graduating. Look, you've accomplished nothing in life. Let me let me be the one that teaches you. I'll be the. Did they have a speaker? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I should have been the speaker, guys. You've done absolutely not. Don't let this day be memorable or special because it's not. They basically, uh, they yeah. Technically, there was one speaker uh, who was a teacher. Yeah. And then the, you know you hear the from teachers the also, you hear from the uh, yeah. supervisor. Of the school, the principal. And they're all liberal and, and emotional and want everybody to feel like uh, their job's a 10 times be- bigger deal than it is. You teach eighth grade, you kind of want to remind yourself you're just basically getting a kid from A to B. Not a whole lot from eighth grade is going to advance you in life. It's just enough of a stepping stone. Eighth grade's the middle. It's the one where you're kind of like, man. And kindergarten is absolutely ridiculous. Graduating kindergarten is like if you That's are excited funny, that your kid, but the pressures yeah. that, it, like you said, yeah. the parents put Terrible more pressure stupid. on themselves. Yeah, and then you got to be there. You know what? No one's like, ever said Brady as a parent, Mister. You better graduate kindergarten, or there's going to be hell to pay. Like there's no kid on the on the brink of not making it out of kindergarten. If he is, you're taking him to a doctor. Going something's wrong. With my him. dad would have kicked my ass. Oh my didn't make it My dad would have taken. You me can't r- use paste. Uh, he would, I, there would have been a little bit of uh, KY jelly and then some uh, heavy force from the shoulders pushing down into the drawer at the fire department. <laughs> he didn't make it out of kindergarten. I'm not celebrating that. Congratulations. What did you just accomplish? End what? of year party? Fine. And I'll say this. You know what they don't do in Japan and China where they're kicking our ass in school? Celebrate the basics. Yeah, eighth grade. Uh, I don't know. They like three the party left. over there. They too, don't. They, I guarantee you, those kids are not going. Uh, graduate to eighth grade. Good enough. No, they're like, oh man, they're they're like ready to go. Last to the next day of one. school. Enjoy your five days off, and then we yeah, start it back. I think up. They have last days of school. <laughs> well, yeah, the last hour. You'll have hour off. Come back for math. <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't understand this celebration of the mundane. Hey, congratulations. You put a t-shirt on and went outside. You're not allowed to go outside without clothes on. We don't celebrate every minor achievement. Eighth grade's a minor achievement. Ninth grade's a minor achievement. Tenth grade's a minor achievement. Twelfth, you got through the whole shebang. You got the whole thing out of the way. If you fail eighth grade over there, then you're in a sweatshop putting Nikes together for the rest (laughs) of your life. You are working Gucci. Are you done here? (laughs) I fail eighth grade. Shame on a family. No, you fail eighth grade in Japan. And you have a long sword going through your chest, your breastplate. Ah, the disappointment! Seppuku! Seppuku! He kill himself. He do what's right. Now, if eighth grade graduation included the kids who failed doing seppuku up on the stage, I'd, I'd be all for it. And these are our kids who didn't make it out. Dennis Wolfson, come on up here. Grab your long sword and seppuku. And refuse summer school. Yeah. Seppuku! The kids who can't make it out of eighth grade are not going to make it much further in life. So let's just sapuco them now. And all you kids who've done the general basics, pat on the head. That's the problem I have. I have problems. I personally 
have problems with pats on the head for the basics. I hated it in baseball. I used to hate it when a kid on my team did one good thing but had like three errors. And I'd listen to his mom go, oh, you got that one grounder? Good for you. Like this kid is screwing up more than he's doing good. Remind him he can be better. Because the grounder he got proves he's capable of doing it. Yeah. So get him out there working harder. Quit telling him today was a good day when three runs went in because the kid booted the ball all over the, the field. The one he got was after we were down 10-1 to because of all the unearned runs. There was nothing worse than a competitive kid like me pitching and having little dribblers go through a third baseman's legs and watching people just round the bases as the circus got going and the mom, mom at the end going, you got a hit. Oh, that kid ruined the day. Somebody tell him. Coaches were terrible about that. My dad wasn't, and a couple other dads weren't. They were the good ones. We tried to rally up. All you could do was rally up and say, all right, this is going to happen out of him. Yeah. we got to make up for the other side. I've watched you and loved it. I didn't know you very well at all. And that old softball thing, if somebody made an error in rec league softball, this one here, quit kicking around. (laughs) No more circus. (laughs) But if you're throwing that out there, you better back it up yourself. And you backed it up, which was good. And and I I remember the first softball game, Marty McCormick (laughs) dropped a routine fly ball and Brady, who I didn't know at all, Come on with the circus ball! I'm like, who is this guy? <laughs> no circus. Stop the circus! And because I'm like, once it starts, yeah, I'm like, all right, this guy's got something. He knows. He's not going to tolerate. That's out. We're not out it's here. It's not to over the top. It was pretty over the top, and you were right. If you're going to come out here and we're going to compete, let's do it. If we're going to have a picnic and kick the ball all over the place, I'm not showing up. All the beers you want afterwards, right? I remember not, when I'm with you, Libman. Uh, Joe came in. He had a couple of uh, beers oh, beforehand. Blown out. Yeah, Joey was bombed. He got an earful. Joe and I were... And he stepped it up. Shortstop third base. We were left side. You couldn't get a ball past us in this rec league softball. We were good. And it's because we didn't tolerate the bull people who were like, nice try. Oh, I hate that stuff. So Brady like Earl Weaver out there yes. on the, on the yes. field or what? <laughs> he was a poorly built Earl Weaver. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he'd had it. He'd, he'd had it with you. And I knew at that moment, I don't have to be the dick. We've already got a team dick. It was Brady. <laughs> of all the people. Yeah, it was as sweet as can be. But if you screwed up, you got an earful in rec league softball. And rightfully Let's play so. softball. All I said at that moment in my head was somebody raised him right. Nobody gave him the good job, fella, after three mistakes and one good hit. I, I quote the, the movie Whiplash when J.K. Simmons said, the two most dangerous words in the English language are good job. You discourage people with it. You tell people good job after they've done okay work. They think that's enough. Oh. You're never going to get the most out of someone. You can tell people good job after a good job and no mistake. Look at this. Kindergarten 2022 written on the back of somebody's car. <laughs> on the west side, so it's 83rd oh. Avenue. So that, I guess they're proud of that. I mean, well, they actually made it through kindergarten. Yeah. It is west side. Somebody snapped a picture of this. It's got a, ca- a graduation cap. <laughs> Class of 2022 on the very barest Two of them. minimum. Barely. Uh, like, you're, you you could function in kindergarten as a, as a comatose. Like, Nathan Sutherland's girlfriend could have made it through a kindergarten <laughs> class. Nap time. Oh, uh, that's cute. Juice. That's, that's so cute. And that's the problem. There's no dad going, hey, it's right, knock it, it off. It's supposed to get out of kindergarten. That is, yeah. That is not dad driving that no, car. No, dad is not taking that to work. I'm so proud of my boy. He's five. 
Looks like first grade's on the horizon. He made it. Of course first grade's on the horizon. You're supposed to get there. You're not supposed to <laughs> celebrate. big step, son. You're not supposed to celebrate the mundane, and I think that's a huge – I'm starting to sound like a, a, you know, a, a talk show host. That's not what America's about. We don't celebrate the mundane. We celebrate greatness. We celebrate good things. High school graduation is an accomplishment. You made it through a long stretch of your youth, adolescence, and into adulthood. It, it's, it's metaphoric for so much more than just school. Eighth grade? Dennis, some of those kids aren't a pubes yet. You haven't accomplished anything. Nothing. What were you going to say? Uh, just people are piping in. I only have to sit through the kindergarten S show tomorrow because I'm <laughs> off work, so I have to pick the little bastards up. Right. <laughs> Dads don't want to do that. Moms, uh, uh, lib teachers, no one wants to come to kindergarten graduation. As, as much as you think it's special that you taught kids kindergarten, it is, it's nothing. It's I'll a non You did a great job getting them accustomed to what's coming for the next 11 years, and they're supposed to walk away. And as a parent, maybe take them to dinner for the last, hey, school's out. We're celebrating summer is what we're celebrating. We're not celebrating yeah. any accomplishments. She finished her finals or whatever, you know. You this do is that the every last year. You, well, you, you like, have a hey, dinner. Hey, uh, there's another year under the belt. You can Great see, Yeah, you can, you're getting older. Yep. Every year is another little step to the ultimate goal. But that's one of the things that, you, you know, as a parent, you oh. – uh, I'd be a terrible dad. I'm Bill how Belichick. fast they grow up. Sure, and that's you. That's your that emotion. And you gotta, you know, you don't want to take it. Uh, there's a fine line. Like, I think uh, some of the stuff. I mean, definitely agree with what you're saying. Is like yeah. that little thing that you're not doing. Yeah, can be a big thing at the end. You're as far as the coddling. Them, to me, you're teaching kids every minor accomplishment is a wild celebration of how great you are and how special you are. Yeah. and it's a minor accomplishment. So then, minor accomplishments become their goal. I'd be Bill Belichick. It's like we're, you know, we're on to Indianapolis. We're not going to celebrate this. We'll, we'll, we'll think about it tomorrow. We're happy with the win. And, win today. Uh, we got more work to do. Different day tomorrow. You got more work to do. I didn't. I. I don't know that. I know for a fact we didn't have. If we had it, I wasn't invited. Any celebrations of any school graduations. We had a little league had the reward program. Little league had it because it was at the end of the season. It was an accomplishment. You don't get trophies unless you won. Well, we didn't get the, uh, you know, even it was after a a snow cone or whatever afterwards. Yeah. If you won, (laughs) if you didn't, Oh, we didn't do it. We had a cooler full of what you said. Now it's after every game. uh, Parents would bring Pepsi free. Yeah. Oh man, I remember that. It was Mormons. We had Mormon kids on the team. So we had a Pepsi free. It was caffeine free soda. And Pepsi Free was in the cooler, and I remember once we just booted the ball all over and we're giggling and dicking around like kids will do. And in order for the coach to basically say, hey, I'm not out here to buy you a case of Pepsi Free every week so you can just show up. It's going home with me. And we didn't get our after-game treats, and it's like, oh, wait, in order to get the reward, we have to actually accomplish a thing. Oh, I thought we just showed up. Now everybody just shows up, and then you get a cap. Kindergarten 2022. That's under my skin, Bert. I wish that person had never sent that picture. Kindergarten. Oh, you'll see more of those. Yeah, and Keep sending them in. I guarantee you. Oh, no. Dad can't wait to get the the soapy water and the towel to get that off of his caravan. Jesus Christ, I can't uh, believe this. Bad enough i got to drive a goddamn minivan all over the city. You had to do it in Sharpie? Yeah. Oh, Uh, great. You thought you used a dry erase marker, but you didn't, dummy. Call New Vision Autoglass. We need new glass again because uh, Chester made it through five years. Good for you. You're turning six. We're all supposed to. Somebody said to me this year, and this this is where my psychosis kicks in. 
Somebody said, what do you want to do for your 50th birthday? And I'm like, average lifespan is like 80-something. I think I'm supposed to turn 50. Like, that's not an accomplishment. That's like one of the – yeah, but isn't it a big deal? No, because now it's just announcing that I've, I've basically made it to 50. That's okay. Uh, celebrate the end. They, they wanted to celebrate our 20th anniversary on the radio with all sorts of parties. I'm like, yeah. are we leaving? Like, no. Yeah. Then let's celebrate when we're done here because I don't want to make it seem like 20 wasn't the goal. It's nice. Good. We're 20 years in. That's fantastic. That's it. I don't want to sit and pat myself on the back for You're supposed to have a job for 20 years. I'm an adult for Christ's sake. At least get to the silver part of it, 25. No, I don't even care the, about that. The gold, what is it? Now, you know when it but started? But that's all cash grab. You know when the, it started? When we started to realize that when people go on TV, if they say we've been married for eight years, I'm like, oh. But yet you said eight years ago that I'm staying forever. Eight years is nothing. Until death yeah. do us part. Yeah, until death do us part. Yeah. The only time that clap should happen is right on the deathbed like they did it. Like your parents. I've noticed that line's been left out in a lot of... Yeah, they don't do that anymore yeah. until I kill her. I yes. just uh, I just snicker when I hear that <laughs> yeah, at weddings. My, <laughs> my parents. This time they think that's happening. <laughs> Third one. Now, your parents are on a, a rarity. My friend uh, Paula and her husband uh, Fred, who just passed away, they're like seventy something years into that thing. Yeah. That's and then they're, and, and that is when it's impressive. It's after he croaked. She's like seventy three years together. Like, oh my god, he married you like you're eleven. And that's legal a, back then. Yeah, it's. It is few and far between the Very. couples that make it, but you know, a lot of times you're like, do they figure out or what? What? You know, they have their, <laughs> they still have their ups and downs, but they somehow have figured it out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this guy said, I just saw a van all decorated up for preschool graduation. Oh yeah, because that's a big, that's a big step. That's huge. Moms, you got to stop coddling. And I, that's their Rolex job. For eighth grade, yeah, so. and that's the thing. I get, I guarantee you, in your neighborhood, there's a couple of those kids that got pretty big presents for eighth grade graduation. There's some uh, gaming computers, so the parents can say he did so, and the kid can brag, and it makes the other parents feel like they didn't do enough. It's a Jones thing. It's a status symbol. You know, what did you get your kid for eighth grade graduation? Absolutely nothing. I paid the bill for ninth grade. Did you get this for eighth grade? They got um. They got a couple of gift cards. They got a little swag bag. <laughs> no, I don't. What, what is this? The Oscar yeah. shirt? <laughs> what happened to school? Well, that's what happens when you pay for school. Some point, at least you should they, get the grab bag. Then. What's the kid getting it for? But Brady, you're paying for school. I know, and paying for school. Your taxes pay for this. You should. Uh, you're grab getting double yeah. dipping. You're getting screwed. Grab bags. His T-shirt or certificate. You bought to your, your favorite place. Stuff and they're, Dutch they're, Brothers. Man. They got your kids some coffee and the a coffee t-shirt. shop. Guess who paid for that? You. Twice. Darn tootin'. Yeah, yeah. More like a hand those over to me. <laughs> Private school acts like they're giving your kids gifts. They're just going into the kitty of the money you provided. We'll get them something. We'll take the credit for it. They became Santa. You worked hard. You paid the money, and they got credit for the gifts. No, gift giving shouldn't be a thing in eighth grade. See you next summer or next year. Have a bitch in summer. That's it, it, when you're graduating from high school. Everybody goes separate ways. It's over. It's officially over. Now you might lose two or three kids to a different school. Some of them might move, but you can basically say this, the same kids. What did you just accomplish? I think I got a gift every year from my grandparents, no matter what the grade was. Because like, wow, you made that one. Yeah. Didn't think it was going to happen because they thought you were retarded. <laughs> That's why. If you get gifts for graduating eighth grade, it's because your parents thought you were retarded. Wow, we did not expect this. We we're shocked. Here you go, honey. Here's a Rolex watch. 
Like we yeah, the only one we had was basically ninth grade because then you're going to the high school. You're so you're leaving to. the junior high, and they had a last day. Does ceremony. anyone not leave junior high? Yeah. Ooh. What? A couple guys, they, they just couldn't get past ninth grade. <laughs> and then they just killed themselves yeah. because they would have to have been decent human beings to. Yeah, everyone leaves junior high. It is the most basic, rudimentary. Zach Rostifer might still be there. Except for the ones who can't pan out a junior high. They're not going to make it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. What Mormon Gilbert school does Brady's kid go to? <laughs> Send pics of the outfits. Here on the west side, we're just lucky these hoochie mamas cover up their main body parts. <laughs> yeah. The thing, in, the thing in the west side when you graduate eighth grade is cover up your pregnant belly. <laughs> we don't want that wandering up to grab the diploma to nothing. And nobody say, let me see your eighth grade. Uh, you did graduate eighth grade. All right. Well, we're going to make you CEO. Stop celebrating your kids' minor achievements. You're making them uh, mediocre. Celebrate greatness. Yeah. These colors don't run. I don't know what that has to do with it, but it's America, damn it. Damn right. But you have to, because if you're the dick that starts, like, if you started to scream out if yesterday, these kids haven't done a thing, <laughs> you'd be like, what's this guy doing? I'll do it. I got no kids. I'll, I'll point out the obvious, what everybody's actually thinking, what all the dads are actually thinking. What are we celebrating here? This kid's got to go to school again next year, right? Has to, or I go to jail. It hadn't done anything. Why are we giving it all pats on the back for nothing? Oh, you got up and cleaned your room. I'm 30. Good for you. We're going to get you a Denny's. You're going to get a Denny's today. Yeah, move the hell out. Yeah. You're 30. I'm 30. My mom says I did real good because I cleaned my room. Made my own breakfast without starting a fire today. He's so smart. He's really smart now. My aunt is in her 80s and has a son in his 60s who screwed his whole life up. And every time you talk to her, oh, he's doing really well. He's got himself a job. I'm like, he's 60-something. Do you hear yourself? Yeah. Well, you know, he needs encouragement. Uh, he's done with that. I be think. a greeter at Walmart? Yeah, he, yeah, yeah he's almost retired from doing nothing. I, he's hit retirement age. That of, might be a tough gig. Yeah. <laughs> He'd get fired from it. Yeah. Because his greetings would be like, hey, man, got any heroin? Because that's why he's where he is. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I, My grandfather's brother had, uh, he ended up adopting two kids. And so they're around my dad's age back in the time. But it was, one was basically Ruprecht. Same thing. <laughs> that dope. 65, 70, still living at yeah. home with, uh, yeah. you know, mom is still alive at 90. And Yeah. It's weird to me. I just, I find it strange. I find it very strange to celebrate kindergarten. And it's just because you love your kids so much, you've made everything emotional. Every step they take is now like, oh, he's, he's so spe- you. You've made your kids so special when really they're just kind of Joe Schmo run of the mill kids until they become adults. But kindergarten's not a special achievement. I hate to break it to you. If your kid didn't make it out it's, of kindergarten, it, it's you've got to be. It's dummy. more fun for the parents than it is, and everything. Is it? Have you heard the emails? Have you seen the emails? People going, oh, well, let's this see. Is a nightmare. More fun for the moms. Yeah, the moms. Yeah, the dads hate it. The moms just love coddling. Like, but and, don't guilt trip me for not going yeah. to the kindergarten. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I felt. Um, you will. I feel said guilty. I talked to you know Kirby saying, yeah. "Look, I." I told I'm you to blame working. me. Yeah. <laughs> Say, uh, well, John will let me. I didn't leave. need to. I just said, you know, <laughs> if it's that big of a deal. Yeah. She's like, it's not. It isn't. Right. Well, good for her for I'm happy it, yeah. it's done and over with. I'm nervous for high yeah. school. Sure. And I understand a parent like sobbing. 
because her kid's like oh, yeah. fourteen now. You're like Jesus, and plus it's a it's a it's a mirror of mortality as the cruel bitch of time marches on and starts to show you like, well, you got like three more years left. This kid's not going to be around anymore. I was a mess yeah, yesterday. She course. wrote us a letter, right, on the eighth grade. Like you're reading it. It's so weird. Like oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, because you're realizing your time here is limited, and she's yeah. going to be gone soon. <laughs> That's what the letters. <laughs> the letters about that. All of it. Sure, factor but in. That makes tons of sense to me because you're looking at your kid, going, "Wow, uh, the cruel bitch called time just keeps chugging along like a runaway train, and there's nothing I can do about it." Grandbaby's only two years away. Yeah, yeah. Well, on the west side, that's yeah. true. Two years ago. <laughs> yeah, in eighth grade, a lot of the times the deed to the Yontera shop gets passed down. <laughs> All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Deed. <laughs> like they got a note on the Ontario shop. That's squatting. But anyway, so congratulations to none of your kids for doing the mundane. All you kids who graduated high school, you accomplished something. Welcome to the world. You have now got a new key to a new uh, world. You're allowed to be part of us. Whereas before, we didn't want anything to do with you. Maybe let you bust a table or make a sub sandwich. Now, you're 18. You're allowed to be part of us now. Prior to that, I don't want eighth graders running around doing anything. Get your ass in school. You're not done yet. It's like eating a meal that's not finished. Like celebrating the pizza's halfway finished. No. You eat the pizza when it's done. Just like a child. You eat it when it's an 18-year-old. It's the same thing. We got laws for that, too. You can't eat it till it's done, I say. <laughs> Unless you're on the west side. Then those, those girls look older than they actually are. Oh, yeah. And it's mainly because they have kids. Babies will make you look older when you're carrying an infant around. People automatically assume 20. They don't expect 14. Instant aging. Yeah. Any kids get pregnant at Kirby School? Uh, that, no. they, they probably bury that. Because it, it, it does happen. Let me just, you'll never know. No one would ever say anything. They bury it. Like how you think. It's true. It's a, they you'll bury, never know. You'll never know. <laughs> it's a fact. But I guarantee a couple of them got knocked Well, out. maybe 20 years or 27, give or take. If you're a good pastor, you yeah. might talk about it. I found out about <laughs> high school and junior high pregnancies like seven or eight years ago. I had no we would always, clue. We would hear of one or two, and I, I don't think I've ever can. Confirmed it, maybe one that usually they left the school. They go to another school. Yeah. Yeah, they pass them around like they used to do priests. This girl Roro showed up at school once. She was adorable. And we found out she lived like way out in the East Valley, like way far. I'm like, why do you go here? Oh, I switched schools. I'm like, oh, why? I'm like, Gilbert's right there. Yeah, I went to Gilbert for a year and a half. What happened? <laughs> Never had a story about it. And then later somebody from Gilbert told someone else she got pregnant. And had it. We had a little. Now it was her little brother. Right after seminary class. You know that story. I had a little taste of it in high school. I had a foster sister living with me. Same grade. She uh, comes from another uh, school and she's living with us. Within two weeks, she (laughs) convinces a kid at at my high school that you're the father. She was already three months pregnant. But she wasn't really showing. 
So, and this kid is, his family are from England and he's a, just, they're fresh off the boat <laughs> and they're England, convinced. <laughs> There's like not even a, like a, a cultural barrier. He just got Well, snowed. as far as never, <laughs> yeah. n- really not having that, the area that they're from, like, right. well, well, Peter's the father, then they're going to get married. Yeah, do the right like, thing. <laughs> Caddyshack. We're going yeah. to do the right My thing. My mom had to march her over there to their house because they didn't believe the first time. And my mom's like, because she said it to them and they didn't believe her. Then my mom took her over there and like, look, she came over here to live with us, pregnant already. Your son is not the father. But he hosed her. Oh, yeah. Within two weeks of her living at, your parents did a terrible job with this foster girl. Within two weeks, she'd already gotten hosed a couple of times. No, there was, I'll, I'll just tell you. Bunny was like Maury Povich. This is, these I'll are just tell the you, the Brett, hose, was, yeah, the well, hose right, was. I'm done talking to you. You're relatively <laughs> new to the show still. These stories Brady tells are automatically fascinating because Brady has never been a read between the lines guy. <laughs> what you don't realize is that girl was taken D in your house. Without anybody, no, know, without never you, came, know, you don't Peter know. Peter never came over to the Brady. house. I, I know that. Yeah, he never did that you knew about, but that window was opening, and she was sneaking people in. Girls like that Peter don't all of a sudden. Peter was busy smoking and, and playing foosball. <laughs> and hosing that girl in your house with a three-month-old foal. Never was that. over. He, she was you, going over there. You're not listening. She, he was over there. You didn't know, though, because you were Valderie Valderon around, and you didn't hear the hosing. You didn't know. That was going was on like in your KGB house. I was like KGB. I knew everything Brady, you were the single worst private investigator ever. <laughs> you wouldn't have known if Peter was there what was going on. But that, that girls like that don't just all of a sudden go, well, I'm not allowed to have people over. If she's already pregnant, kicked out of her own house, no, she was in the foster system. Right. She was whatever high school she was going to at the time. Or What happened? Hosed. Yeah. Pregnant. <laughs> hosed. Gets booted into your house, and then all of a sudden she's flowers and angels. She already she hosed a dude within Oh, she fortnight. wasn't flowers and angels. Right. I mean, we knew that yeah. coming into it. You were sleeping in uh, Peter's uh, crust ah. on that couch. Whenever you weren't home or whenever you, they – because your parents are trusting – and they like you can have the house today. And Peter came over and gave her a good hose, and then she had the nerve to go down the road and tell Peter he's the dad. This chick was bananas, and your house was just defiled by her. That's awesome. About <laughs> ten years ago, she was out. Yeah, you were telling me about this one. She came out and saw you Pretty. again. Probably wanted some money. <laughs> I wouldn't have trusted her as far as I could throw her because I'm smart enough to know. Hey, who's the new whore in the in the spare bedroom? <laughs> she's troubled. I know she's troubled. Why is she in her house? We're helping her. You're helping her. Peter's trying to jump over, and he can't quite make it. I don't know what's going on in that room, but they're two pregnant teens, different years, yeah. like four uh, years apart. And they were. Taken, I was really young oh, on the first one. There was so much. And my mom was so upset because Dee- I go in there. I go, oh, yeah. I guarantee mom, you, Dee Dee's uh, cervix is dilated. <laughs> How? Where did you hear this? <laughs> She's having her baby. Brady wouldn't accept it, but his sister at a lunch once said, I wanted those people out of our house. It was a nightmare. Brady's like, I thought it was great. It was terrible. The one dude that used to watch your sister change her clothes and she had to hide from him. The other pregnant girls running around the pad. Walter Ducey. And Brady thought it was just all roses and sunshine. He was never a great read, big brother. Never read between. Of course he was. He was teaching you the ropes he of the could, streets. He could walk on the roof like nobody else. <laughs> High on airplane glue. By the way, you slept in that guy's crust, too. Because you guys are off at Hungry Howie's chowing down. Well, this dude's Hungry al- Herman's. Al- he's al- alone in the house, smoking anything he can find that might give him a buzz. It's mostly the bottle glue. <laughs> you come home and he's on the roof. <laughs> Sky high.
Wow. Probably just got done hosing a dude for money in your bed. There's a guy on the roof. Nope, we had foster bedrooms. I know you did, and they're not going to sully those. It's hilarious to bang in the oblivious young boy's room. I would have done it, and I was a good person. Let's bang in your little brother's bed. I hate that kid. <laughs> He's an idiot. We could probably do it while he's asleep. You didn't read between the lines, but three weeks, she'd already gotten a guy convinced that impregnated her. There was so much hosing you don't know about in your house. Might have been a cup, you know, two to four weeks. Yeah, they were <laughs> boyfriend, girlfriend. <laughs> in two weeks? He's a fast mover. <laughs> you think? I wish to God you had an inquisitive phone in your body. You didn't ask one question. I was Jay Cutler. I was a senior in high school. Don't care. You cared? You didn't I, know to my ask. My friends and I thought it was hilarious. Well, sure you thought and it was my hilarious. my was like, no. But you don't. He's convinced. He's yeah. the father. You don't think of all the other stuff that had to go into that whole story. There's a, there's, you know, it's a prequel. It's not just the ending. You're satisfied with the ending. You got to watch the whole damn thing. This chick was a whore. One room over. Just taken. She was looking for stability, man. That window was cracked all the time. Dudes were flowing in and out of the Bogan house like nobody's. Why do you think your neighbor was naked and jerking off in the window all the time? Because all these dudes are hosing preteens in your, in your upstairs bedroom. The stories. I, so is, many stories. Is that is that him? No. <laughs> Who's that? I can't see it. Oh, that's uh, one of the golf outings that uh, my dad had. My brother just sent it to me. What's that? Uh, that's riding the cart with uh, Greg Pruitt from the Browns. Right. Why are you showing me that? You're, this is a because, distraction. From. <laughs> because I'm setting it up for... My brother sent me one of Magid. What he was we, over there with Deanna at the time. Who's who, who are you talking about? Was the other exchange program oh, we involved, okay. and we had two people. We had crossovers on the. You had two exchange people. Thank God, same McGee time. wasn't the father accused of being. So the a father. pregnant teen and a guy from Somalia are living in your house, and you thought it was on the up and up. Oh yeah, yeah. That dude was hosing her madly every time your parents went off for cheese and handball. <laughs> There was hosing going on. You probably with money exchanged. You probably had a brothel going. You didn't even know because you guys were trusting of the world's worst people. Your sister was the only one wise to it. One good thing is we never missed any family silver or, you know. They're not going to steal. They had a cash cow already. They had an open door. Your sister was the only one who knew it. I hated it. And your dad. Like, did you like, I asked his dad once, did you like having all these people in your house? Not really. Like immediately answered that. (laughs) Come on, you liked it. Well, it was your mother's idea, and uh, you can't stop a moving train. <laughs> so basically, he was forced to live with all these weirdos. He loved the foreign exchange. Well, sure, because he could talk foreign exchange with yeah. He thought it was international. He didn't like pregnant teen girls in the house. No man wants that. Can you imagine that for you right now? Stranger pregnant teen living with Kirby and you? That's Good a times. Terrible Good idea. times ahead. You wouldn't allow that in a second. Yeah, what Kirby wants, Kirby gets. Yeah, Kirby wants a pregnant teen living in the house. You'd be like, oh, great. What kind of influence is this? My brother and sister were out of the house, so they figured, oh, Brady can handle it. <laughs> He's already pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Give him some Little Debbie oatmeal cream pies, and the kid won't notice a thing. Your mom walked in on so many whores getting hosed by strangers and never told you. And probably still won't because you're tender. Just because one of my sister's... <laughs> And that's cute that you call them sisters. Was a dancer for years. <laughs> he lived in the, the worst house in the world, and he's got the rosiest glasses. Your parents are wonderful people. Well, your mom is. Your dad might have thought it was awful. 
they were running some sort of child labor ring or human trafficking. Who knows? Talk but, about Pleasantville that he, he lived he in. Doesn't, he never asked a question. When it was actually boys in the hood. <laughs> Your parents had some girl find a boyfriend in 10 days and accuse him of getting her they, pregnant. She did. That's what I'm saying. This chick was horrible. I love her. You didn't have any questions. How'd she do that to poor Peter? Oh, well. Football's on. That's Greg Pruitt of the uh, I, I wouldn't uh, blame Peter. He didn't know. Girl, of course he, he, he liked her. Neither did you. The, in two weeks' time. Peter maybe, wasn't Maybe a, she did tell him he's pregnant. It's like, oh, good. It's safe then. And I guarantee your house was also the one where all the other kids, hey, the Bogans have a new whore in the house. They just got her a couple <laughs> days ago. This chick will be easy prey. Peter climbed on that in less than two days. She was in town for two days and already had a boyfriend. Whore. <laughs> She's looking for friends. She's taking high school D in a 48 hours and then turning the tables on the poor guy. Meanwhile, you're she at started hungry, Tinder. You're at hungry She's done well. Oh, you're hungry. Always just crushing the tots. <laughs> no clue what's going on in your own house. I wanted. I want a time machine. I wouldn't even kill baby Hitler. I'd just go to your place and watch this oblivious little boy <laughs> just get money shot after money shot right over his head without knowing. Just Peter North, just barely missing him. Whoa! Hey, it's raining in the house. Some sort of weird mayonnaise or milk. Another puddle of mayonnaise leaked through the roof again last night onto the bathroom floor, Mom. The sisal uh, trees are blooming. <laughs> My trees are blooming inside. Hey, I got hit with something in the middle of the night last night. My, my jaw hurts. That's okay, Brady. It'll happen when you've got foreign exchange students. I want to go back to your house so bad. Hey, Poncho. Let's go ride the bikes. <laughs> <laughs> You're nuts. I love it. Uh, and then I got people, like, speaking of, like, I'm trying to figure out if my dog's getting high. Brady's got pregnant teens running around his entire history. Uh, somebody said uh, his dog ate his stash of weed and shook like Michael J. Fox uh, after a day or two. Total panic. Uh, said, let's smoke a blunt before we go to the vet. And we had <laughs> weed ready to roll. <laughs> we said, uh, where's the weed we took to? He ate it. Couldn't stop laughing after the shaking and falling down. That's true. And this one says, uh, sounds like Jack Ham, your dog, met one of our Arizona toads. I've had dogs lick the toads in the backyard and come in high as balls. It's scary, but it's funny. I wonder about the toad thing yeah. because of the irrigation. That's very possible. My dog's high from that, too. But he's high. And I don't know from what. But it is funny. And I don't have Investigator Brady on the scene to figure it out either. Thank God. That'll happen. You never find it. Good, good theories there. Toads, weed. Yeah. Shrooms. Yeah, That's something else. This guy says the same thing. My dog got a hold of a, a toad and acted the same as Jack Ham was. Spaced out for several hours. Looked like he was on a bad trip. Might have shown up in that irrigation ditch. That's true. I, I, I'm wondering if it's the toad. I've seen him in the backyard, but not usually now. It's like wintertime they'll pop up, but we'll see. And then some pregnant teen came by and said I was the father. And I'm like, what happened? I'm like, I'm Asking for Pete Norwich. Just walked away. <laughs> Pete Norwich is also a whore. He boned the foster. There was a bet. There was money exchange when Pete went back to Brett and me. Hey, guys, guess what I did? You know that new Bogan whore? (laughs) Oh, yeah, she's pretty hot. Yeah, I got in that last night. Already, Pete? You're a god. Yeah, the little boy was asleep in the chair next to us the whole time. (laughs) Did crumbs all over We're in the same class. I was like, why is your little brother orange? What were you, both in eighth grade? No, I I was a (laughs) senior in high school. 
Oh, my God. And you still didn't know? What do you mean? <laughs> didn't know what? See, Brett knows that this is a reality and yours is not. Didn't know that you were that she was, that getting, she was getting hosed. hosed oh no, I knew. Oh, okay. But I was telling Pete, you know, Peter, telling like, look, you're not the father. She's she's pregnant, right? And you're not the father. Yeah, but Pete didn't. And care. then we he went in and hit a laughing. Buddy got to handle this. <laughs> you were laughing at it. That's a nightmare for every other family in the world. That pregnant uh, foster girl just got knocked up again by the neighbor boy. Forty eight hours in, she's already taking dicks. <laughs> Great job, buns. I love her. We're going to get married. Was the idea to keep an eye on her at all? No, she just, uh, you know, they put her right into the school. (laughs) And then she had sex like two days later. Yeah, a week or two into it, yeah. (laughs) That's amazing. She took her time. (laughs) It doesn't happen in the high school. (laughs) It's hard to get like a week in unless you're an absolute whore and, and nail Peter Norwich. She was with the right crowd. Yes, she was. Peter was kind of a deadbeat too then. It was like the, uh, you know, burnout or whatever you'd yeah. call it, the, the smoking area. They immediately found each other. Yeah. And hosed at your That house. was her crew. <laughs> In two weeks. Man, that's impressive. I was like, Pete, how'd you do it, man? Yeah. I did it right on top of you. You don't know how I did it? I was right there, dude. You'd open your eyes for two seconds. I'm impressed, buddy. That's amazing. Another great Brady's past story that I didn't know. You had, I had no idea the pregnant teen got pregnant again on your watch. John, the, do the foster people frown on that? When you're like, oh, yeah, we, we had a little incident with the foster girl. Yeah, what happened? Well, you know how she's already pregnant and stuff. Well, she's blaming local kids for knocking her up. Uh, it means she's having tons of sex. We're sorry. We're not watching her very close. Smart. <laughs> John, 48 hours and she can get the D, but Brady still can't get the 69. <laughs> been married for two decades and the guy can't get the 69. This girl, she's doing it like, the. where do I put my bags? Uh, right over here. Holy cow, are you 69ing? <laughs> I'm sorry, it's been 20 minutes. I was putting your bags away. Yeah, Brady, that new girl was 69ing before she could unpack. <laughs> we unpacked her bags and a man came out and they started 69ing. That was all she had in her luggage was a 69 partner. <laughs> oh my God, your history. Call your mom. And get the truth. Because your mom actually tells you the truth. You just never ask questions. So she kept it till you tell you. I don't know what you think I'm missing. That that there was so much D splatter your poor mother had to clean up out of that spare room. Girls like that don't, they take full advantage of when no one's in the house. She had to, uh, you know, she was there for th- about three months. Yeah. And so. had, that means it's uh, 90 days. So 94 dudes were in that house hosing away at least. No. Oh, yeah. You don't want to admit that that window opened and closed and the front door was not the access point. The egress-ingress was not front door doorbell. Hi, I'm here to see your flowers. There was no courting. Hello, Mr. Bogan. Yeah, dude came in with half a heart on, hosed her, and got out. <laughs> and you slept through Not it. one. Yeah, guarantee it. Nope. Guarantee it. Why so would what you think it didn't happen? Because I know. Well, how? How I, would you know she was that? on the same schedule as I was. Schedule? Brady, in the middle of the night when you're asleep and she's taking D in the window like a whore does? That's what whores uh, do. There's what do you mean no she was on the same. Night she wasn't on the same schedule as you. She was after school, busy at a she certain point. Be, she'd have to be out of the house. She wouldn't know at the time. You wouldn't bring any anyone back to the house. Says who? Uh, That's what whores the, do. Oh, she's not. <laughs> what are you talking? <laughs> she had a boyfriend. In 12 hours. Yeah, that's all she wanted. She's monogamous. <laughs> <laughs> she needed a daddy on the licking yeah. split. Yeah. 
And speaking of lickety split, she was doing that too. Did you, you ever know, find out what happened to her? Like, see, did you keep in touch with her? Well, like I said, a, like uh, twelve yeah. years ago, I got a uh, email from her. Wow, saying she was in town. Um, Can I we never stay at your house? Her. There's fourteen yeah. of us. How many kids? Don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't ask too many questions because you knew deep down not to invite her back into your life. The, uh, the you weren't on her schedule. She was busy boning Peter after school. Like I said, I I was at home. Mm-hmm. Um, sure, there might have been it, during the day, but if you're saying late night visitors, yeah. I just know it didn't. Were you golfing? Did you go to Sayota no. Country Club without her? Did you go to Hungry Howie's a few times? And she Hungry Howie's was closed at that time. Tommy's <laughs> Pizza, however, or, or you did Ritolo's. not. You may have been on the same school schedule. That girl was on a different life schedule than you. And dudes were floating she was in over the window. There in Peterville, most mm-hmm. of the time. Oh, yeah, that's a that's a yeah <laughs> metaphor. <laughs> that's right. And sometimes Peter. She was found her boyfriend, house. found her potential husband. <laughs> I love his stories. This this would have been a steady so, life. It's so different than you want it to be. Whore in the Room Next Door is the title of your biography. <laughs> I'm Brady Bogan. This is Whore in the Room Next Door. Yeah. I had one, too. Yeah, but My you, felt, sister. you felt pretty confident that you could account for the uh, visitors. I assume... Because she was a good whore, that people were floating in and out of doors that weren't uh, doors. There was window access. Whores let you in the window. She was getting people she in the house. Second floor. You know, she was getting in the house. They figure it out. That's what they do. And it's exciting to them. Have you ever climbed in a window with a whore? Yes. Me too. And you find out they're whores when they open a window for yes. you. Like, why can't I come in the door? Oh, you're not allowed in the door. Oh, you're a whore. <laughs> I see what's going on. No one's on getting here. very far. Two big dogs, a ferret, a raccoon, attacking, all attacking at once. Mm-hmm. A couple yeah. of snakes. Maybe. You know what it sounded like Those at your house? Glasses. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Shut up, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> your mom's snoring. Deafening. Nobody's waking up. If if they can sleep through your mom's snoring, they could do it anywhere they wanted in that house. Peter and that girl did it. Get her email back and let's talk to her. How many times did you hose in my house letting people in and out in the middle of the night? Plenty. That's what whores do. Trust me. I had my girlfriend over at the same time. So At the same time as Peter? Maybe now that there's crossing over. Like you're a about. decent person. You let her in the front door. You probably got her some I had a sliding snacks. glass door in my bedroom. You probably, oh, so you snuck her in too. No snaking. It was, it was open. <laughs> Because the parents knew nothing was going to happen in there. <laughs> you don't, yeah. yeah, there might yeah. have been some snaking. You don't trust the whore with the door. That's why she has to have ladders and windows. She was kenneled at night. I know, like a like a like a whore dog. <laughs> and guess what? Sometimes the kennel got open, and a sire went in and nailed that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't the fox admit in the hen house. You were in a sex den. You don't want to admit it, but man. Your sister knows. Call your sister. Oh, and she was probably moved out by then. She was. Yeah, because that's when she had had it. She was at the old PU. <laughs> your, your sister hated that whole program. Nothing but dredge, miserable people coming in. I talked to her about that on that drive to Sedona once. Oh, nightmare. It was a nightmare. Every couple months, we'd have some new weirdo in the house sitting there watching me change or some pregnant girl running around. I'm like, really? Oh, it was a nightmare. Amy, very sexy. <laughs> I hated it. Thanks so much. <laughs> she said she was getting ready for school once, and the guy's leaning in the doorway.
That must have been smart. She had to shut the door because he's like, how you doing today, honey? <laughs> You're looking so good. <laughs> uh, great stuff. Thank you, Brady. You're an interesting guest. It's good times at the Bogan place. House. Can you imagine how much better the stories would be if he actually found out what happened? So good. Dad, part of the Cuban Revolution. You got pregnant whores, trapping dudes. Like King Tonga. <laughs> Yeah, you, guy who Tad Wee <laughs> fought the king of Tonga. Going to put him back. Oh, so good, so good. Anyway, Brett, what's on the big board of music? Right, Brady, it's just a, a laugh riot. Wonderful <laughs> life you've led. I'm happy to be the investigator. Uh, the wake up song brought to you by our friends over there at Action Ride Shop. They are doing a Memorial Day sale. All right, uh, if you're looking to pick up a new bike, starting tomorrow through the thirtieth, uh, you no tax. Jack up, to five, up to the, 500 bucks. Sorry, the gay landscaper and the uncle. Oh, I mean, there's right, yeah. so many great stories that you just kind of glossed over. And well, that I didn't know until right. long after. That was my dad when he was a kid. Yeah. I think he said something in here once when he was talking about that. Eh, no, may or he, may he not have been a, a thing. I, it was probably one of the, No, I'm, I'm not saying me, he hadn't yeah. said it before. I'm saying that he did bring it up. Yeah, that might have been a thing. He didn't want to admit his brother was banging the landscaper. That was something he didn't really want to talk he about. He can't confirm that. Either I did, I can confirm. They were it. just spooning on the couch. <laughs> Nobody spoons with the landscaper. They were f- in the house. No, none of your it was family. Hot that none day. of your family John wants hot. You guys are in such denial. It's ridiculous. Your uncle Jack and the landscaper were having a nap. You know, again, I go back to this. Al Smith, my landscaper, and I have never won. Hey, John, we, we worked on your sprinklers today. I'm feeling a little tired and peckish. Can I get a snack and maybe lay down with you in a spoon position? They oh, absolutely. loved Will Rogers. Didn't miss his of show. Of course they did. They didn't. Every time he was there, once a week, they f***ing watch Will Rogers. Nope. Nope. They're just best That's friends the one who spooning. laid together. Have we ever spoon? Time to been, get a new landscaper. Known you for 25 years. Ever lay down next to you and watch TV? <laughs> um, no, you haven't. Because we're not gay. That's why. If I did, I was going to try to f- now that I am, if you want to come over and watch little Will Rogers. Roy Rogers or Will Rogers? It's Roy, that's Roy right. Roy Rogers, yeah. Oh, boy, this guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Brett's shocked. <laughs> Speechless. This is new to him. <laughs> and plus, trust me, 21 plus years of knowing him, and every once in a while a new one will come up, and my questions start going like, nobody asked this? Oh, no, that didn't happen. We were on the same exact schedule. We knew where she was at all times. Then how did she nail Peter and get him trapped? Oh, and then we had to go to Hungry Alley's every once in a while without her. <laughs> Dude on the roof, high as a kite. Oh, he was a good guy until then. <laughs> that happened once. Drug addicts, pregnant teens. What a mess. Yes. <laughs> Maroon. Those are the tougher good. ones. Those are the tougher ones. <laughs> yeah, you don't remember the other ones. The other nine were good. Well, we'll get to the bottom of that. Enos was tough. We'll get to the bottom of that. Hyperactive. <laughs> Killed a couple people. Well, that's still in debate. Uh, what do you got? Over? All right. Uh, well, it's all over the board for Toledo. Yeah. Uh, Murray had one night oh, in yeah. Bangkok. There it is. Uh, Russ, Rush, a passage to Bangkok. Lover boy, turn me loose for Toledo's kid once he hits Bangkok. <laughs> uh, butthole surfers who was in my room last night for Jack Ham. Uh, oh, Buck yeah. Cherry lit up. Tool the pot. Uh, monkey business. Afro man because I got high. Yeah, that's Jack's song. Uh, congratulations song. Uh, seven Dust. Well, somebody asked for Alex Cooper's school's out, but I put in Seven Yuck. Dust version. Did Seven Dust do that? Have we yeah. played that? I don't know. Is it any good? It still schools, it schools out. out. Yeah, it's not a good but song. But it's Seven Dust eyes, so. But they did it. I'm yeah. curious to hear that. Right, let me pull it up. Right, since school is out and we'll celebrate graduating real things, not kindergarten, sixth grade, eighth grade, whatever. Second grade, first grade. Whatever you've gotten out grade. of, you're supposed to get out of. 
High school is in a, is they gave you the keys to the to the kingdom. You're now allowed to be an adult. As parents, pat them on the back and say, "Nice work. We'll get you into the ninth grade. You've done nothing really special, but I'm proud of you for getting through eight of them." Goddamn commercial. Just four to go. Celebrating having the lead in the third quarter with some sort of ceremony. Stop it. You want a little taste? Yeah, or let's do just it? do it. Let's just do schools out by seven dust. I I don't know that I've heard it. Maybe I haven't. I don't remember. But congratulations to college and high school graduates. Uh, yeah, fire it back up. Get it back to the beginning. We'll start that. It's seven dust. It's school's out. It's 98. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.